This is AutoLine Daily reporting on all aspects of the global automotive industry. We keep seeing automotive companies and suppliers divesting operations to raise money and get out of businesses where they don't see much growth. CNH Industrial announced plans to split its operations. Its truck, bus, and engine division, which includes Iveco, will be spun into one unit and its agricultural and construction divisions will be spun into another. CNH expects to complete the split by 2021. The company also announced a partnership with Nikola Motors to develop fuel cell and battery electric semi-trucks. CNH is taking a $250 million stake in Nikola. CNH's top shareholder is Exor, the holding group of the Agnelli family, which also controls FCA and Ferrari. And in related news, the giant German supplier Continental revealed it's considering spinning off its powertrain division, as well as exploring a partial IPO with the new unit. While the company hasn't made a formal decision, it's already come up with a name for the new powertrain division, Vitesco Technologies. On racetracks over the weekend, Charles Leclerc won his first Formula One race, powering his Ferrari to the checkered flag at the Belgium Grand Prix. In IndyCar, Will Power took his Penske Chevrolet across the finish line in front of everyone else. And in NASCAR, Eric Jones won the Darlington 500 in his Toyota Camry. Opening the door is the first interaction people have with their car. Make it a positive experience. With XL Entry, we'll help you make it smoother, quieter, and safer. We are KeyKurt, the global technology leader in automotive locking systems with operations in Metro Detroit. Open the door to new access systems. Visit us on newentry.com. KeyKurt, technology that leads. The Bugatti Chiron, with nearly 1,500 horsepower, is no doubt a fast car. But a special edition version of the car is the first near-production car to top the 300-mile-per-hour barrier. The car has a number of aerodynamic upgrades, most notably an extended rear tail section. There's also an additional safety cell added to keep the driver safe, and the already reinforced tires have another layer of reinforcement. Driver Andy Wallace was able to hit nearly 305 miles per hour in the official run, which means he was traveling 136 meters or roughly 446 feet every second. But this is something of a last hurrah for Bugatti. It says it's withdrawing from the competition of trying to produce the fastest serial production cars and will instead focus on other areas. And speaking of last hurrahs, BMW will end production of the slow-selling i8 next April and is sending the car off with a limited edition model, the Ultimate Sophisto Edition, which is available on both the Coupe and Roadster, marries a dark gray color with copper accents that's reflected in the paint, unique 20-inch wheels, and interior materials. Other touches include clear glass over the rear taillights and black painted calipers with blue accents. BMW is also giving a similar treatment to the i3, which it calls the Edition Road Style model. 
it will make 1,000 examples of the i3 and only 200 versions of the i8. And hey, we've got a great AutoLine After Hours coming up this Thursday when Mike Tracy from the Agile Group will join us. He sure knows a lot of what's going on at Rivian. So be sure to join John and Gary for some of the best insights into the automotive industry. Speaking of John, he's coming up next with something to say about the latest cheating episode at Volkswagen. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by KeyKurt, technology that leads. Just when we thought all the cheating on diesel engines was over at Volkswagen, turns out the company was cheating with some of its gasoline engines. It used cheating software on 98,000 Audi, Bentley, Porsche, and VW models sold or leased from 2013 through 2017. As a result of a lawsuit filed by owners, VW will reimburse them with the total cost coming to about $96.5 million. The software would determine when the cars were being tested by the EPA and would change the shift points to improve fuel economy by about one mile per gallon. Now, some people may think that's a minor infraction. But if VW tried to improve fuel economy that much through weight reduction, for example, it would have had to cut the weight of those vehicles by about 140 kilos, or 300 pounds. That would have entailed expensive material substitution, plus major re-engineering and retooling. VW must have decided that a few simple algorithms would be a lot cheaper than going through all that. And I can only imagine that the engineers who developed that software laughed at all their competitors as being a bunch of saps. Now the question is, are we at the end of all this cheating? And why did VW, which is trying to convince consumers that it's repented and turned the corner in a propaganda campaign titled Hello Light, have to be sued by its own owners to come clean that it also cheated with gasoline engines? Couldn't it have just come clean on its own? You know, we here at AutoLine believe that the automotive industry is a critically important part of the global economy. But from UAW corruption to Volkswagen cheating, there are times when it really gets hard to defend it. Anyway, those are my thoughts. And with that, we wrap up today's report. 